Hey. Hello, hello, hello. And happy August. Yes. 23rd Friday. 2019. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Banter with Jabisa and Tracy. Oh, Banter with Tracy and Jabisa. Well, guys, gosh, how's everybody? We have I to say, we feel, we feel, feel it. the podcast verse. I, I like that, the podcast <laughs> verse. We have to say hello. And you know what? Now, we, we always say hello to Ross and Rachel. Yeah. But I, I forgot. Uh, we need to listen on a regular basis. Oh, she really does. With me, I didn't know. Yes, she does. She does. She says little comments every okay. now and then. So thank you, Almanita, for listening on a regular basis. And Natalia, um, Taylor's friend, she listens. So Natalia. hi, Natalia. Hey, Natalia. Thank you for listening. Nice yeah. to meet you. I like Natalia. She's mm-hmm. really good people. Yes. She is. Love you. <laughs> uh, um. If you are a, a New York Times reader, and I am a New York Times reader via my daughters, um, I hope that they don't hear this. <laughs> That's part of the tuition that I pay. There you but, go. Um, via, y'all can hear it. Yeah, via her um, her tuition, she has a subscription to the New York Times, and so I have a subscri- subscription to the New York Times. Mm-hmm. They're doing a series called the 1619 Project, mm-hmm. And so um, what they are doing is they're examining, examining, oh my God, examining. thank you, I can't mm-hmm. talk, the legacy of slavery in America. Mm-hmm. And so I can't figure out if it's, I don't think it's daily, but I think weekly mm-hmm. at least, mm-hmm. there, there'll be different articles, editorials, um, opinions, um, factual information, mm-hmm. poetry that talks about the um impact that slavery has in shaping our country mm-hmm. yep. and so um kind of like the lasting effects. and it's lasting effects mm-hmm. you know so um if you get a moment and i believe the series is going to run for a year really i think it's going to run Ooh. for a year I, I i could be wrong about okay. that i could have made that up. right um but we have black folks have been um enslaved 400 years in the united states yeah. people Kind of forget that it was a long time. It was a very long time. Way longer than the Holocaust. Yeah. Just want to throw that mm-hmm. out. Um, but it's really some good articles. Brian Stevenson has written an article. He did. Yes. No, I love Brian. Yes, he's written an article. So I know mm-hmm. I have to read that. And um, so I'm, I'm. Can you just get to the 1619 project without having to read all the time? <laughs> you know, I don't know. I think it's it's a it's a New York Times exclusive. So. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you don't have, because it is a, a pay, paid subscription, if you don't have it, you probably can get it through your public library. Okay. Yep. Yeah. You can go mm-hmm. through your public library, okay. either their website or I'm sure they carry the paper there. Mm-hmm. But if you get a chance, take a moment to um, read the articles. There's a really good one that talks about, I didn't, I just read the headlines, but uh-huh. it talks about the fact that, you know, you look at the, the congestion in um, Atlanta, you know, how bad the traffic is right. and how the city's divided uh-huh. um, between segregation and redlining. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about that here in South Carolina, yes. in Columbia. Uh-huh. So in Columbia, you have sections, of, which I thought was really weird. So you have like the Shandon, Morris mm-hmm. Acres yeah. area. Yes. And there's very few blacks who own homes there. there. That's correct. Um, and then Rosewood is another one. There's, mm-hmm. there's rental property that blacks rent, but there's very few very little home oh, ownership. Mm-hmm. And girl, in Rosewood, there was a house. Those houses in Rosewood, in, the, in South Carolina, Rose, the Rosewood neighborhood is a really nice neighborhood. Mm-hmm. But the houses are 
by no means they're 2,500, maybe 3,000 square feet. Right. If you right. find, and that's a rarity. Uh huh. They run a half a million dollars. I believe it. I did not know mm-hmm. that they were that expensive. I believe it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so at, you know, as the year continues, they'll be putting out more articles. So if you get a chance, you know, take the time to read that. And mm-hmm. I think that it's, it's fascinating. It's interesting. It's a little sad, but it puts a lot of um, context Mm-hmm. Into some of the the uh, policies and, and and things that we do today. today yeah. So it, it's it's mm-hmm. a really good series that they're running. Um, and then the other thing that I wanted to talk about was Marcellus Wiley, who is a retired NFL pro defense end, and he currently what he does now is he is a, a Fox Sport host and analyst. And mm-hmm. so he's come out and he's spoken. Um, I don't want to say against, but he's kind of questioned the validity mm-hmm. of, um, I want to say Colin, Colin, mm-hmm. <laughs> was it Kaepernick? Kaepernick. Mm-hmm. And his his Egyptian girlfriend, Ness, <laughs> Nessa, yes. uh, as being spokespersons for black folks yeah. in regards to um, civil rights. Yeah. And so Trace now going back and forth, first of all, how how. I guess how black do you have to be? Yeah. We haven't come well, up with the black. Yeah, yeah, what, what the qualifications are? <laughs> yeah, you know there is yeah. there's there's a checklist that we yeah. should develop. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I should, like you've been pulled by the cops. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> check. You've been called nigger. Check. check. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you you keep your very valuables in the um, purple little royal crown bag. Check. You have a family member that's been to jail. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I don't know. We maybe we'll create create a list. Yeah. Of what to make, you, yes, to what makes you black. black. Yeah. Black, black enough to where he get represent us. And we also talked about, um, like how Colin Kaepernick came to represent the black cause of injustice. I mean, you know, we didn't like vote to make him this first person. I'm glad he did. I don't yeah. resent him for it, and I never thought that he wasn't black enough, but I was just wondering, like, how does that happen? Well, I said it when he first came out, mm-hmm. you really didn't, you didn't know in his appearance, you because didn't. his hair was really short. It was. And and, when and his first, name was Kaepernick. Right. And so when they did the background story on him, and, and so you're like, oh, okay, well, he, he was raised white. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he was adopted. Right. But, I, you know, I was like, oh, okay, and I kept it rolling. Uh-huh. And then all of a sudden, he was sporting an afro. An afro. <laughs> and then he would braid that afro down. Right. And I was like, oh, okay. So that whole question of when he, I guess, came to terms with his identity yeah. or decided to, to, cl- or to claim it. To yeah. claim it. So I don't, I don't know because I'm not biracial. So I don't know how that works. Mm-hmm. Um, I think some people may be biracial, but they have viewed themselves as black mm-hmm. and not yeah. biracial. Yes. Are they were either raised black mm-hmm. as opposed to being biracial? Right. Although I think that the fact of that, the main fact is your mama. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes the black mamas don't raise their children like they're black too. They I don't, don't understand I don't why. Understand that, I don't but... understand that. I think you're doing your child a disservice. A disservice. Yes. 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 You're doing a disservice. Mm-hmm. So it was a really interesting um, argument that mm-hmm. that you know Mr. Wally had, and yeah. that he felt like they were not. These spokespersons, but once again, we didn't vote. Yeah, we didn't. We they didn't just vote. They admit. So I don't know how Mr. Marcellus Wiley can dethrone 
<laughs> you know, Colin Kaepernick when we actually never put him on the throne. That's, that's true. So, that's that's true. really the media. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you were talking about, you've been reading what, the books? Oh, yes. Uh, Souls of Black Folks. I've been reading them for about 85 years now. <laughs> it's a very good book. A, <laughs> but um, in it, W.E.B. Du Bois talks about Booker T. Washington ascending as a representative for black folks and, you know, because white people were comfortable with what Booker T. Washington was saying, they accepted him as our leader, but um, he pointed out that no one really ever made him the leader. We were like, we we don't really want him, but okay. (laughs) I think the same thing could be said for Martin Luther King Jr. Yes, I was wondering how did he come be like, everybody loved him though, so it wasn't anybody that's like, oh, he shouldn't be it. I, I won't say that he was not loved by everybody. Right. I think that not everybody agreed with, with his, his message. message. Right. 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 Now, as a white person, mm-hmm. if I hit you and you don't hit me back, I'm like, yes, yes you, you man, you represent. Yes, you should so, be but, the like, You have Malcolm X doing that, so you punch me. Yes, I'll punch you back. I said, don't turn your cheek. <laughs> said, I'm not turning the other cheek. Yeah. So you know, I, I agree. Whatever makes you comfortable. Right. And, and so um, Martin Luther King Jr. made it. Comfortable, right? He tried to make it uncomfortable in a very unique, unique way. way, right? Yeah. Right, saying so we're not going to fight back so people can see just how wrong you are. But you know, we could see that, but like just today, I, in today's terms, we could see how wrong it is for them to hit an, a, a black person that's not fighting back and right. stick dogs on yeah. them and, and spraying with hoses. We could see how bad that is. But the people that were doing it and, you know, people that of like minds, like those folks didn't see it as bad. Like the same with, you know, 45. Of course, y'all thought we was going to get away when I talk about him. <laughs> but the same with him, like all the stuff that he says is horrible, but his right. people don't think there's anything wrong with it. But, you know, the one of the major changes that really moved the um, civil rights movement forward was the images cameras and television mm-hmm. yeah. because without that we, we you wouldn't have known yeah, yeah. You, yeah. People you wouldn't have, have, they wouldn't have it wouldn't have been as real i guess since you can't see it because right. we take in so much through your eyes well it was yeah. kind of like the the two gentlemen who um were um arrested at starbucks mm-hmm. yeah, yeah and, so, uh-huh. and what do i post about we do this all the time right. we sit in our bed and don't eat nothing right, right. And use their, and use their uh-huh. internet and we do it for hours, hours but, you know, for yeah. them to kind of witness that right and for, see and recognize it. So that is progress. Yeah. Because I think before they weren't even recognizing the yeah. wrong. But that was, you know, but that was a major factor mm-hmm. was the visual. Yeah. You know, to be present and see the visual where it's something that they do all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, which they do. I'm amazed at how many times you can go to Starbucks morning, noon, and night and mm-hmm. sometimes see the same people sitting there. Yeah. Yep. Kind of like a job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, those are my, oh, I, I have to say this. Yeah. I know this is it's a little petty. But we're going to the lighter side, so let's petty it up. Okay. <laughs> Serena Williams' husband, um, Alexis, I think that's his name, yeah. Yeah. did a, uh, an op-ed in New York Times parenting section, and he talked about the, the need for men to take their um, paternity leave when their children, when their wives have babies. Mm-hmm. And so I'm reading this, and and understand, you know, he's like co-founder of a company, mm-hmm. so he could take two months off. Right. And and I think it was just I read the whole article and I thought dumb. Mm-hmm. All I could think of was this <laughs> was just dumb. dumb. Mm-hmm. This is just kind of a very privileged person. Right. Um trying to tell everybody else what they should do. Right. 
And so, you know, he has the luxury mm-hmm. of being able to take off from his job to right. care for his wife in addition to whatever team they gathered. Right. Because it wasn't, it just, wasn't just those two. two right. Wives. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they had a nurse and a nanny mm-hmm. and all those things mm-hmm. were involved. But for you to, you know, be preachy to other men and question, you know, mm-hmm. you know, that you are state that you should take this time off. Mm-hmm. When he in the article points out facts, there are women who go to work two weeks after they had a baby. Right. So if I have a whole baby and I have to go to work, how's my husband going to stay at home? home? <laughs> yes. I ain't going to take out eight weeks. Right. <laughs> I, I had to go back in two weeks. So mm-hmm. he, he stayed when I had the baby, went back to work. Mm-hmm. And and so he, he preaches about it and how man should take it. But he does. And he acknowledges that it's not a federal law. Right. And, you know, that it needs to be a federal law. But then he doesn't say anything as to how he's going to be. offers no idea. Exactly. Back to fruition. Exactly. So after I read all that, I was like, you know what? You just mm-hmm. want to brag. That's you all that was. I got my op-ed. I'm good. Right. Mm-hmm. And so that was disappointing. And I don't know if it was that just that white privilege. Yeah. And Serena should have said, don't do that. Don't do that. She yeah. really should have said mm-hmm. that to him. But she, yeah. clearly she did not. So, mm-hmm. so those, that, those are the things that I... I wanted to share. Okay, so I'm going to modify. This is my list, a small list, because I just ran across it on the internet, so I can't even tell you where I got it from. I mean, exactly where, but it's like, it was funny to me. It caught my eyes, like, things that, you know, black men should not do or do don'ts for black men. And one of them says, do not watch Fox News. Do not eat unseasoned food. Do not fall prey to white tears. Fellows, I'm gonna repeat that. Do not fall prey to white tears. You know the only black women listen. Oh, I know. That's, oh, I, I know. Listen to this. I know. So y'all can pass this on to the fellows. And then, um, <laughs> do not engage trolls. And this one should be said. I thought it was too funny. Do not marry a Kardashian. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. And then should be said. Do not drink by. Do not um, find yourself alone in a craft bar. <laughs> Lastly, do not drive a minivan. Yeah, I, don't I, never, see, I don't see brothers driving minivans. They look so. mad when they do. I've never yeah. seen one. And this one just came to me. Do not believe the um when you read Yelp. Uh-huh. Don't believe the write-ups when they say <laughs> when they say that it was really fantastic camping in the woods. Don't believe don't that. Believe that. Don't yeah. believe that. Yeah. So so yeah. Be, be be weary of Yelp's reviews. Sometimes it, it may not be for you. Right. <laughs> it may not be for you. All right. And then lastly, I just want to say um, some good habits for success. I'm just going to name a few. Read into what you want. I'm not going to elaborate. Um, so be punctual. And all these um, might add that I can work on. <laughs> be punctual. What is the word? Tend to your spiritual, spiritual needs. What, what? There's a word for that. What? It's talking about I'm not there yet. Is that yeah, I'm, not there, I'm yet. not there yet. I'm not there yet. Okay. I'm still working on it. I'm working hard on it. Um, Get on a good schedule again. Something I need to do. Um, eat a healthy diet. All talking about me. Exercise. Practice gratitude. Now I am very grateful, so I don't need to work as hard on that one. Um, develop good study habits. Whether you are in school or not, it's always That's good true. to be read. Like I've been reading my book for eight years. <laughs> <laughs> Manage money wisely, and then lastly, respect the environment. So I am try do try to be a good earth buddy and watch my money. yeah watch my carbon footprint is yes. that what you call it? yeah and this is kind of a side note but mm-hmm. in reality uh-huh. there's only ten percent of the the items that are that are actually recycled in the United States we actually ship off more product than we actually recycle really 
so we ship off recycling. We we ship off a lot of the plastic. Uh-huh. It's shipped. It's shipped, and it used to be shipped to China, uh-huh. and that's not the case anymore. Oh, so, <laughs> yeah, they did. They did. They said we're not taking them. This uh-huh. even before the tariff war, but they were, we're not taking them anymore. Um, but the the um, there's a really, if you listen to NPR, there's a really good segment, and they and what it is is that it is cheaper to make virgin plastic than it is to recycle plastic. Really, and because there's no financial benefits to create recycled plastic, then mm-hmm. people are less likely to. To have these recycling centers to right. make more. I mean, you okay. can do you it. You can do it, but you, it's just it's, it's, it's not it's worth it. For, right. It's possible for business. Right. right. Mm-hmm. So my recycle bottle, made from recycled material, uh-huh. costs three dollars to manufacture. The right. virgin plastic that they just made brand new mm-hmm. costs fifty cents. Wow. So you know yeah. what are you going to so do? My motivation. Right. I so see. so although we do need to to really respect the. Yeah. And, I feel bad because uh-huh. you know we have you know about maybe fifty more years of living. Uh-huh. I think we'll be okay. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, the, we're from future generations. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I do. I, I'm very yeah. concerned for them when you look yeah. at our planet and yeah. how we're treating yeah. it. Yeah, we really are. The planet will be okay, so we're the we're, we're the ones that will suffer. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. All right. All right. Okay. So I was, we were trying to lighten that up, made me a little bit sad right there. <laughs> <laughs> so I said so. We're gonna end today with these. Um, words for the week. Um, coincidence is the divine choosing to remain anonymous. Oh, you know, I always so say, say it twice. Say it again. Coincidence is the divine choosing to remain anonymous. Until next time, y'all. Bye. <laughs>